Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bust or Trust podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or were you part of the crew on the Mary Celeste and you're worried you forgot to leave a note saying, just popping out for five mins? No one knows what happened to that crew, Tiernan. Well, exactly. But we would have done if they'd just left a post-it on the fridge. Are you a myth buster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids' mystery podcast. And And we we are are the Busters Busters or Trusters. We will look into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all kinds of unusual sightings. You know, like that time you got beaten on Fortnite by your gran. That wasn't as weird as her doing the get gritty dance after she won though. Yeah, that was a surprise. We dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detective. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case otherworldly or just people acting absurdly? Hmm. Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth truster like me? Because you have to trust your gut as it knows what your head hasn't figured out yet. Hmm. Is it that you're hungry and you wish you'd bought some lunch today? Oh yeah, that's what it's saying. Thanks, how did you know? Because it's the same thing your stomach says every day, Tiernan. Oops. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on our previous cases. So stay tuned. But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information and start putting together your case. The Case Ooh, Chief Detectives, we have got a really cracking case for you today. Oh, exciting, Athena. What is it? I just said it. It's the Kraken, a legendary sea monster of enormous size that has been said to appear off the coast of Norway. Oh, I get it now. Really Kraken. Brilliant. And I guess this means we're now a Squid's Mystery Podcast too. I love this legend and I can't wait to see what the chief detectives think about these tales of giant octopi. So what do you say we crack on with it? Absolutely. Let's release the Kraken. The Kraken is a type of sea monster said to have been seen off the coast of Norway by sailors in the 18th century. Norway is a Scandinavian country in northern Europe, most famous for being one of the countries the Vikings originated from, for its beautiful fjords and for its capital, Oslo. The coast of Norway faces three different seas, so it has always been a country with a strong sailing and fishing history. Stories of the Kraken were first told by sailors in the 1700s, and while some accounts said they looked like a massive fish or a many-headed clawed creature, it's most commonly thought to be a giant cephalopod. That means it's from the same eight-tentacled family as squids and octopi. 
seafarers warned that the Kraken were many miles in length and could drag ships down to the bottom of the sea. There hasn't been a Kraken sighting in quite some time, but in more recent years, these sea monsters have become a very popular scary creature in a number of books and films. Well, Athena, I think this one needs a real deep dive into the evidence before our listeners can decide if this big sea monster is real or not. And where better to start than the man who introduced the Kraken to the world? First piece of evidence. Our first piece of evidence is from the book The First Attempt at Norway's Natural History by the Bishop of Bergen, Eric Pontopiden. Published in 1753, the book documented the wildlife and landscapes of Norway. For his writings, Eric Pontopiden spoke to many sailors who said they'd come into contact with the Kraken whilst out at sea. The Kraken was described as round, flat and full of arms or branches, the largest and most surprising of all the animal creations. At last, several bright points or horns appear, which grow thicker and thicker the higher they rise above the surface of the water, and sometimes they stand up as high and as large as the masts of middle-sized vessels. He also said it was as large as an island, which sounds, well, not like anything I'd want to meet out at sea, or the high street, or anywhere really. So these accounts that he took were from who exactly? Norwegian sailors. So it's somehow evidence because some sailors who've been out at sea for months or even years said they saw a kraken. Sailors are famous for telling tall tales or making things sound a bit more dramatic than they actually were. I'm not sure, Tiernan. There is also a lot of actual evidence that says when sailors were at sea for such a long time, their brains tricked them into seeing things that weren't there due to mirages caused by reflections on the water. Isn't it strange that so many said they saw the same creature, so Eric Pontopidon was able to get a single description of it? That is strange and very interesting, but he also put down other descriptions of the Kraken too. First he said it was like a giant crab, then the description you mentioned in your... Uh, was that a Norwegian accent? Uh, kind of, mm-hmm. And in his writing after that, he said it was a large starfish. So I'm not sure we can take Pontipidon's writing all those sailors' accounts that seriously. You've got a point. But as sailors might also say, I'm going to stick an oar into your theory, Athena, with piece of evidence number two. Second piece of evidence. Which is that Kraken sightings have happened all round the world, from Norway and nearby Iceland, all the way to Hokkaido in Japan. And this story is about an incident in the Indian Ocean. The report was published in the London Times in July 1874, and it says in the Bay of Bengal, a ship named the Pearl was apparently sunk by a kraken. There were several witnesses from the boat, and from another boat too, who saw the whole thing. According to the captain of the Pearl, Captain Floyd, A great mass rose slowly out of the sea. It looked like the back of a huge whale and was of brownish colour. Even at that distance, it looked longer than our craft. We could see a huge oblong mass moving just under the surface of the water. The brute struck us and the ship quivered under the thud. In another movement, monstrous arms like trees seized the vessel and she keeled over. In another second, the monster was aboard, squeezed in between the two masts. The brute, holding on by his arms, slipped his vast body overboard and pulled the vessel down with him. We were thrown into the water at once. Wow, that is a gripping tale. But a lot of the details are unreliable. In the newspaper report, it said the sailors who survived were rescued by a boat called the Strathowen. 
But when researchers looked it up, the boat didn't seem to exist. The researchers said the incident was likely to have been something that really happened, but not in the Bay of Bengal. Instead, they thought it was about a ship in Newfoundland, Canada, which, as our chief detectives will know, is nowhere near India. So they said it was a real thing that happened then. It must be true. Wait a second, though. They said they think it was from an incident that happened somewhere else entirely. And these are from very old papers, so it's so hard to verify the story. The famous science fiction novelist Arthur C. Clarke said he wouldn't have believed it if it hadn't been in the Times paper, which wasn't known for sensationalist stories. But they got the story from several Indian newspapers who reported it a month earlier, which may or may not have been so careful about checking all their facts. Unlike you, Athena, I know you always check yours, but I still think the last piece of evidence may convince you that the Kraken does exist. Third piece of evidence. Our third piece of evidence is that scientists have discovered giant squid. The first picture of one was taken by a Japanese photographer in 2004, and it's since been discovered that there is one main species of these cephalopods that can be found all over the world. The scientific name for them is Architeuthis dux, and the male giant squid can grow up to 43 feet long, which is about one and a half double-decker buses in size. It's been hard to get pictures of them before as they hide in a part of the sea that's so deep it's known as the Twilight Zone. But in 2019, scientists lured one out using a decoy jellyfish and captured some amazing footage on camera as it shot its tentacles around the bait to grab it. See? A real-life kraken on camera. I'm not going to say that isn't exciting, Tiernan. Because it is. But... Uh-oh. It's a giant squid. That doesn't mean it's a kraken, does it? 43 feet is very big, but it's not the size of an island. And if giant squid are camera shy, I can't imagine they're that keen on sinking ships. Well, that is a good point. Though maybe all the bad press they got in the 1700s means they've learned that it's easier to stay a little bit more private in their lives. It is possible that what those sailors saw was a giant squid. And, you know, maybe they just exaggerated a bit when telling their stories. Salty sea dog sailors telling fibs. I'm sorry, Athena. I just can't imagine such a thing. Some of your famous grog, please, barkeep. Psst, you, over here. Uh, are you talking to me? Would you like to hear some tales of the sea like you've never heard before? Stories of sailing the oceans across the world like none to which your ears have hearkened. Oh yeah, I'm definitely interested. Then pull up a stool, newcomer, for I am the truthful sailor, and if I haven't seen it, then it hasn't happened. Wow. So, truthful sailor, tell me, what have you seen in those seas? What delights and horrors have passed your eyes as you floated atop the waves? Mostly water. Mostly water? Aye, I've seen mostly water. Uh, anything else? Well, sit a tad closer there. Closer still. That's too close. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. Now let me tell you of the time we'd left the dock at Karengoy and sailed west. There was a storm brewing, and the water was rough as the barkeep's stubble and more so. Ooh. The boat rocked up and down, back and forth. Us crew held on to the mast tight, but the captain commanded we go forth. Wow. It got hairy. Hairier than the barkeep's stubble, and more so. But hold on we did, and then in the distance, what could we see but... <gasps> more water. And it was calmer, 
and the storm stopped, and it was fine. Oh, is that it? No krakens? No leviathons? No megalodons? Sirens? No mermaids? Nope. I might have seen a dolphin, but I'm not sure, as I had something in my eye at the time. This is the most boring conversation I've ever had. Truthful sailors are rubbish. Oh, this place is the worst. See? Sailors do tell the truth, even if it's not very exciting. Tiernan, that was a sketch where you imagine they tell the truth. Well, that doesn't mean the Kraken doesn't exist, though, does it? Well, it's not up to us. It's up to our chief detectives. Let's recap the evidence. Let's do it. Evidence recap. The first piece of evidence was Eric Pontopidon's description of the Kraken in his Natural History Journal in 1753, where he said it was a large creature full of arms. But he got all his information from sailors' stories, and it's hard to know how real their accounts were. The second piece of evidence is a story from the Times in 1874, telling of a Kraken pulling a boat into the sea in the Bay of Bengal. And it has eyewitness accounts from the crew and the captain that survived. But the story came from other papers first, and researchers say they can't find any evidence for it happening. The last piece of evidence is the discovery of giant squid, who live in the deep sea all over the world and can grow very long indeed. But they aren't as big as described in the Kraken stories, and they seem too shy to attack any boats. So, now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a Kraken mythbuster? Or a Kraken myth truster. We want to hear from you and what you think. And most importantly, which side you're on. Obviously mine though, right? Nope, they're on Team Buster with this one. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a myth truster or a myth buster when it comes to the Kraken. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name age, what you think all the evidence means, and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes in our next episode. We won't always be able to use all of them. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust. What do you prefer, Athena? Octopi or squid? Um, I've never really thought about it, Tiernan. Well, I think squids are incredible. Get it? Because they squirt ink. Oh, you've got to be squidding me.